Good afternoon and you're very welcome here to Father McNamara Park here in Dora for the Intermediate Chapter of the Morgan Final 2022 for and Castle Bellier and just at the moment we are standing for a minute's uh, silence in memory as we spoke about him earlier, uh, Jim, Jimmy Kimmy, a man who is the groundsman here in Father McNamara Park, Development Officer, also with the Clare County Board and a tremendous loss and a very fine day in Clare County and uh, you know Breed McNamara has set up peace there and you know I'm fairness to Breed very hard to go through what she said there, it must have been very very difficult and credit to her for that here in Father McNamara Park and our sincere sympathies go once again go to all Jim Kimmy's family and may he rest in peace. <coughs> Combination, we're here for the intermediate final between Tulla and uh, Claire Castle and, and joined in commentary by my two regular compadres here, uh, Pat McNamara and a very unbiased man here we have to say, Derek Dormer from Clare Castle. <laughs> Pat, you might give it the nine out of all teams as our Arne Veen has been played. And I'll do it through our Arne Veen, yeah, to give us time. So in for Clare Castle, Bellier, Brook, McInerney in goals, full-back line, Cathy Casey, Emma O'Connell, the captain, joint captain, and Hannah Dynan. Half-back line, Fiona Breen, Carol Brown, joint captain, and Chloe Devitt. At midfield, Stella Quindlevin and Lily McMahon. The half-forward line comprises Lauren Tuohy, Rhea Flanagan and Emma O'Donoghue. And inside in the full-forward line are... Hannah May Nalen, Durden Murphy and Amy Wiley. And for Tulla, they line up as, as, um, uh, as, uh, as, far, as follows. Uh, Lorraine Lachlan was in goals. Full-back then, Amy McNamara, Lorna Power and Leah McInerney. Half-back then, Gillian Ryan, Anya Dynan and Kira Goland. At midfield, Sally Quindlevin and Katie Clune. The half-forward line is Sinead Connellan, joint captain, Orla Mull Conroy and Jennifer Nicholas. And the full-forward line is Ava McInerney, Aoife Dooley and Breedine Dynan, the other joint captain. Derek, uh, welcome again, and I know we're going to get an unbiased view from here today. We, might have, been, we yeah. might have been a bit the other way in, in Cusick Park, but again, congratulations to Scarif Gunlaw. Derek, again, <coughs> Scarif, look at the pitch, further McNamara Park, under the conditions we've been in. We're looking forward to a tempestuous battle here, Derek. It'll be a huge battle, Leo. They met earlier on in the league, and uh, the group stages, as we call it, and there was nothing in it. Tully, I think Tully won by a pint, maybe two, um, but Clarecastle are coming in with momentum. They had to win in Corrifin on the last day to secure a semi-final spot. Then they took out most people's favourites, Whitegate, in, in the semi-final. So they're coming in at the back of two huge wins. Tulla, in fairness, overturned their rogue. Most people thought it'd be an rogue Whitegate final. It's a Clarecastle Tulla final. It should be an epic contest. And, you know, with the Camogie we've seen today, the senior B final went extra time. Scarf Agunlo giving an exhibition of how to win a game. Hopefully this third game now will bring another cracker. Yeah, and indeed, uh, we also have the junior uh, the A final is on in Ina at four o'clock between Ina Kilimona and True Clanera. True Clanera may gain some, uh, something out of the day and, <coughs> and, and keep the, the light shining brightly in True Clanera. Tulla in their Claris and Gold and Clarecastle Bellier in their Black and Amber. I suppose it's guess we talk about Clarecastle Bellier, the rivalry, they're all the one here in the in the Camogie Pet. We, we'll look forward to Pat, this is going to be a hell for leather and you know, Father McNamara Park in again immaculate condition, credit to all. Credit to all Leon. If you're great players on both sides, I mean uh, first of all, John Murphy has to be mentioned as the, an outstanding goal yet at the county level for Clare. Make made that position her own and has been brilliant since she went in that position playing foot forward today also Carol Brown and Emma O'Connell in, in defence from two very strong hurling and camogie families and then you have uh, Sinead Collin for Scarra for, for Tulla and Breeding Dying a lot of of them as well great game the game is on and the game is on and the ball is here with Carol Brown Carol Brown the centre back gets the ball out to the wing back Fiona Breen Fiona Breen who was a member of Fergus Rover team that won an intermediate football championship last weekend gets the ball out to long to the ball out over the line you also had Hen 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 May uh, was playing Hen May Neelan 
and Emma O'Connor, who passed the first round, won the Clare Intermediate Football Championship last week. Uh, Fintan McNamara is the man on the, in the whistle, and the whistle here today, Fintan from Killinina, man, very good as Gareth Baker. Here's Lauren Tuohy from Clarecastle, a lady who won the skills tower, uh, failing the game many, many years ago, but he hits the ball into the middle. The ball is blocked down, get away there for, from Tuller, from Amy McNamara. Because here come Claire Castle, the ball breaks out, out to Amy Wiley, Amy Wiley for Claire Castle. Her father, James, he won an intermediate with Pudike in 1996. But it's the wing back, the wing back is Gillian Ryan, the member of the third junior team. Gets the ball into Anya Dynan. Anya Dynan, her sister Bradine is lying out at full forward. Anya clears the ball up the wing, out there, catch there by Sinead Connor, the twins is there, is Connor. Gets the ball down to the corner, down towards Aoife Dooley. Aoife Dooley, everyone will know the error is Timmy, but Timmy is now known as Aoife's, as Aoife's uh, father. The ball comes in, into the wing back, the wing back is for Clarecastle is Fiona Breen Fiona Breen but she's robbed the ball gets out to Aoife Dooley Aoife hits a, a sharp pass out to Sinead Conlon Sinead it's all action here around the middle of the field here in the, in the first moments here of the both teams trying to set down a, a pattern Lauren Brown trying to get her up there for Clarecastle but it's two hit two hit this lady is in and the ball goes out over the line Shannon Lockett comes up the flag Derek you're early thoughts yeah look just help her letter at the start which you'd expect at the start of a county final what was I was looking there at the Rook Leo because we saw what Scarf were going to did earlier on in the senior A final you know they were coming out with the ball in the ruck and the side that is the more determined and comes out with those balls those 50-50 balls that's the side that's going to win today and the ball goes out of the line off the stick of Amy Wiley line ball for Sinead Conlon and Sinead Ryan tried to take a with Amy Wiley who was due to be in America uh, for studies but is now staying has obviously stayed at home uh, for the day so she's a passion for the game of Camogie if she plays anything like they are I tell you no, she is a good player we've seen her play in the past Conlon with another line ball hits it up along the wing low but it comes out to the wing back who's Fiona Breen Fiona Breen is robbed by Aoife Dooley Aoife Dooley is tight to the line here Dooley goes very close to the line in fact she goes out over the line Pet he's, he's, he, you can see from the early stages this is going to be you know a very physical yeah. battle they can't get space Leo it's all very 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 crowded there's at least 12, 13, 14 players in the one little bunch here right in front of our commentary position and any player getting the ball near the sideline there's only one thing they're going to be driven over it or the ball goes over by a few inches and trying to make space and maybe this, a good cut here will help to open it up and this is a good cut uh, two, he, two he is not, will, but no surrender to hitting good cuts it's Anya Dynan the centre back for Tuller Anya gets the ball out to Gillian Ryan Gillian plays around with him not the best thing to be done with best the posse come on Lauren Tuohy they play a bit of football in Clarecastle but Ryan this lady is a tremendous is a tremendous player coming up for, ta- or for, for Tuller and nearly says St. Joseph's her brothers played for St. Joseph's and Tuller win the one they final last year Derek we need to get this ball over into open space yeah four line <laughs> balls now inside three minutes Leo all right in front of us we're getting the bird's eye view of it anyway but look as Pat said there just let it settle down the settling down period and we, we get a bit of space and get get the game going yeah Shane O'Loughlin the busiest man here in Fellow McNamara Park <laughs> in these, these early stages and Lauren Tui with this line ball she doesn't normally disappoint and once again she hits a great ball into space where Dynan puts down the hand Dynan playing back and maybe as a sweeper is robbed by Rhea Flanagan Rhea Flanagan gets the ball into Dylan Murphy Dylan Murphy gets away from Lana Power Dylan Murphy and I tell you there's the first goal of the game from the stick of Dylan Murphy and Pat Derek spoke about it earlier Dylan Murphy a brilliant player I am absolutely cosmic that this woman was not nominated for an Oscar. Total injustice, Leo. She's been the outstanding goal we saw last year. And as I was saying to the off air before the game started, she had more staves to make than any other goalkeeper in, in top class Camogie because Claire were under pressure a lot of times playing the likes of Cork and all those other teams. And she was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Both brave and skillful and a brilliant delivery as well. And uh, I'm, it's, 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 it's an absolute. It's a, it's a complete yeah. injustice, let's be honest about it. She, in my opinion, she's the best keeper in the game. Yeah, indeed. We there go the ball is poked out from Lorena Lachlan and the ball breaks.
breaks out to Sinead. Sinead Conlon as they hit down towards the road, towards the Clooney end. That's, That's a brilliant goal fight. from the stick of Sinead Conlon. We're level pegging. She's like the buses, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> With one comes in, get the second one around the corner. <laughs> oh, Leo, you're in buying form after <laughs> your daughter putting a player to match performance <laughs> today. Oh, that's the soup we got, and that's a great puck out. Out for Belly, out for Castle Belly. Over to the far side of the field. With Kieran Golan trying to get it for Tuller, and the ball breaks out to the wing forward. The wing Jennifer forward Nicholas. is Jennifer Nicholas, a young player, very promising player. Pat, you know you, you know a lot about you've seen her playing. Yes, she was very small, yeah, a, a, a very promising player indeed. And the ball breaks out to Chloe <laughs> Dibbett. Chloe Dibbett, well, also a dual star for, for Claire Castle, Bellier, and the ball uh, free given Finton even Finton is getting caught up he's to tie, he to tie the boots and the offensive says you should put up your laces but I tell you Finton has the, the laces he's well and truly ready to go and that free for Claire Castle Bellier going to be taken by, by Chloe Dimmitt over on the far side of the field here into the whatever breeze is in it Chloe hits it in in around the 21 look for Dern Dern and Lorna Power Lorna Power like has the same side as her father who won league medals for Clare in the 70s Jim a great, a great servant to Tulla the ball comes in comes in to Murphy Murphy shooting from the far side this is a dangerous ball in towards Lorraine O'Loughlin Lorraine O'Loughlin does the decent thing and gets the ball out to safety Lorraine a great servant to Tulla Camogie on and off the field to play gets the ball out to Sinead Sinead holds one point Sinead Conlon her father Eugene and Marie were, Mary were down beside us and here comes Sinead bursting down line a great hook there by Amy Wiley and also been chased by Fiona Breen Sinead is on the knees she, she lacks the ball but she gets the free a free given away there tremendous run up the line Leo yeah. by Sinead Conlon a great hook by Amy Wiley Intercast is swarmed and Belly is swarmed in folder tremendous player that Sinead Conlon looks like yeah, and Sinead, who has played for Clare at all grades, also has a monster. Yeah, and in most uh, positions as well, you can say. Oh, she's a versatile yeah. player. She's a monster under 16 and minor middle uh, with Clare. And here comes Brady in dying. And then, you know, Brady in the knee, heavily strapped there. And I tell you, the linesman, even now, Brady must think he's under putting green in Drummond. Brady, and I tell you, I think Brady, who's back from injury to really bolster this taller challenge. And I don't know whether Brady will be thrown out the pints in Flensdale on tonight, but no doubt she'll, she'll, she'll have something to. She'll have, she'll have a word to say. Here's a free. Five metres in. 40 metres out from the uh, Castle Bellier goals. Can she put Tuller into the lead? That's a lovely strike from Dynan. Without doubt, it's gone. Go hard address now. Tuller going to the lead. Two points to one. Pat McNamara. And first of all, we must thank our sponsors, Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction. And our mess sponsor here today is the Holly Tree and Tuller. And that's a great poker. The Holly Tree, a brilliant place to go for the coffee or the, pa- or the, or the pastries. A, a beautiful place. They have to seem to get the Holly Tree. It's very happy to get out of it he's so nice inside it the ball is out here on the far side on the fr- here near side of the field here the kicked on by Rhea Flanagan Flanagan trying to kick it in she gets away from Stella Quinlevin Stella Quinlevin trying to get the ball comes out to the cornerback the cornerback is Leah McInerney McInerney and and a free for Tuller. Uh, Tuller beginning to get a, uh, make it a bit of an impression, kind of getting into a bit of control. Yeah, both sides are fighting very, very hard for the ball, but Tuller defence seems to have grown a bit of confidence after Jordan Murphy had that brilliant early score. They seem to be uh, swarming well and <clears throat> winning the ball well. That was a great strike by Breeding Dying there. Difficult enough conditions. I saw Lauren McNamara and, uh, and so did Derek getting off from the side, but further out in the middle of the, in the middle of the storm and uh, there for two or three hours ago. And that was a lovely strike from Breeding as well. already. They brought in James Healy a couple of weeks into the season he's made a huge difference to him. he's already after making a switch bringing back Amy Wiley and Sinead Conlon it's a huge move yeah it is a, a huge move and they seen the danger of, of uh, Sinead Conlon with this line ball here 40 <laughs> years old Sinead with a lovely pop pass 
in towards, in towards Aoife Dooley but here's Wiley oh Jade there was a high tackle there by the centre forward the centre forward he's all about gone right her brother was excellent the outstanding here comes Wiley fixed the ball but I tell you it's all aggression Tuller here's Gillian Ryan Tuller last one this in 2003 and they're ravenous and I see the dump of all of them her brother Parik was very instrumental in, you know, mm. in, in their great win over six mile bridge in that intermediate semi-final and Bredean coming over Bredean will take her time a beautiful uh, yeah, very skillful player, really. And I saw her playing for Clare once or twice there against Limerick. Was it last year and the year before? Uh, she made appearances and she was very, very, very threatening and everything. The ball within her, in her, in the, inside the full forward line, the car forward that time. And uh, a really busy player, but also lots of skill there as well. And here's a testing free now as well. A 50 metre free for Breedean. She strikes it, and at the moment she hit it, she straight over the back. Got it, three points. So tell her that Casabellier won. Tell her thing, of a slight breeze here. Derek, your thoughts? Yeah, look at their full value for their lead. They're dominant here in their half back line. Um, Gillian Ryan there, you know, she's, she's, yeah, and all it, they've been they've been on a lot of ball and. Um, yeah, look, it's a couple of frees and, you know, it's early days, but uh, they'll be happy with their start, Leo. And here's a puck out coming from the full-back here, and I tell you, she drives it up into the sky, is Emma O'Connell, a lady who was in Australia for a number of years, had played for the Clare Senior Camogie team before that. The ball breaks out, out to Jennifer Nicholas, a hard-working Jennifer Nicholas, puts the ball down into the corner, looking for Ava McInerney, Ava McInerney goes back, Breedine is now out looking for it, but it's Emma O'Connell, O'Connell gives it to, uh, to Lauren Brown, Lauren Brown, or Carol Brown coming across, Carol across, gets a great ball across, out to Amy Wiley, Amy Wiley gets a run at Sinead Connell. Here comes Amy Wiley. Oh, she's a high pull there. Blocked down, but it, the ball it continues on. Up along the line. Off the stick of Henry Nealon. And he goes in, but it's it's off the turn up there. He's giving it off. Uh, on your dining. A line ball. And expect Mac- McMara. Lord, to eat to put this in around the danger area. So, Dylan Murphy. She has a lovely quarter on the ball, Leo. That set up the first score for uh, Dylan Murphy, actually. But now, let's see. Can she do something similar again? Like they, might, they might be like the buses, Leo. Maybe two buses will come like, two together. But uh, let's see what Lord gets this. Lovely cut again. Oh, as if you wanted to try right on the money and Darren Murphy here's a run here comes Darren Murphy a shot goal from Darren Murphy there was never Lightning. going to be anything there was only going to be one outcome when she secured possession she had only one thing in her mind Leah boom bang back of the net and she turned on her power used her body to turn but what a brilliant execution the line ball from Lauren Tohit Derek ah yeah look <coughs> that's her third or fourth good great delivery into space uh, great feet by Darren to turn the defender and then she picked it up first touch bang back of the net 1-1 one, one for Claire Castle-Bellier 3 points for Tuller behind Differential in on the corner. Here comes Amy Wiley now position at wing back. Conlon has one point cut. Gets the ball in towards Bredean. Bredean and Emma O'Connell. This is going to have a major bit. Bredean turns. Ah, that's a beautiful strike. But a stick of Bredean dying. He's up. I tell you, the temperatures are up here. A small bit no pad. And the game has increased enormously in quality and tempo as well, Leo. Some f- f- lovely scores being got. That was a really important response from Tulla. Because the goal is a signal of a score to give away at any stage in the county final. So that was a really good response from Bredean, Nile and Tulla. Yeah, and the puck out comes from Emma O'Connell. Two he puts up for head but the ball breaks out to Anya Dynan Anya Dynan and Rhea Flanagan another battle Tony comes in and let's fly one-handed but Dynan oh Dynan goes to ground I think she was <laughs> I think Derek you were a bit close on that I think it was a bit, a, bit, a, bit, a bit of an Oscar there was that well she, 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 oh, she took an old uh, Greg Lugan do you remember that famous <laughs> the diver, diver. Yeah, yeah I tell you Derek to take you to come up with a sport <laughs> and I tell you talking about diving I thought we were we were lucky I suppose that we weren't diving here today with the weather that we had all night and, and, and early morning but in fairness the sun is the sun is, the sun is out here in Father McNamara Park Pat the game is very much as we expected Pat yeah it's tight it's tense 
And, the, and the, 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 the standards has improved in terms of the play overall as well. And Breedy is coming out now a long way towards midfield for this one, right on the right hand side. He's probably what 59, 57 or 8 metres out anyway. So, uh, a real tough one. He's just an even Breedy in, uh, he's making it a, small, a bit more difficult, bringing it as close to the line <coughs> as she can. And here comes Breedy in Dynamite, which is free. It's one goal and one. And to four pints can Breedy and put another one on the board. She strikes it. There seems to be a tail on this one. Is it going to keep in play? No, indeed. No one inside. And that one goes out to the right hand side and gone wide. The score remains one goal and one uh, for Casabelli. Four pints uh, for Tulla. And here comes the puck from Emma O'Connell. Again, the inter. Whatever Breeze is in it here in the first half. 12 minutes gone here. We must say hello to Ronan and James Harrison out there listening in Australia. Ronan, who's out there visiting his brother, his mother. Um, He's very good to us there in, in Tulla every time that uh, we, we are there. And as I said, here's the one who's very good to Claire Castamelli. He's still Murphy. She puts the ball into space. Is it Hannah May Nealon? It is Hannah May Nealon. Sure, Castle gives the ball back out. A shot from the stick of Emma. I don't know who. I did think it was came for a free. And Binton held it. Yeah. He had to hand up. Compared <laughs> to Binton McNamara, one of the top officials, not only in the county, but in the country. He, Darren uh, Murphy's causing untold problems, Leo. She is, yeah. She's 1 1 got. She nearly created another goal chance. You know, she was world handball champion. That's how good her hands are. And as soon as she has it, she picked the pass. And Derek, she could have been more selfish there and gone for her own score, which was probably on. But such as a top player, she saw the chink of light that it could have been a green one and she passed it out to him. I don't know who, would, who got the free. Yeah, all top players, Leo, they, 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 they see two moves ahead, don't they? Yeah, that's, the way, that's the way it is. And here comes the free for uh, Dern, Dern Murphy. Free on the 21. This to put Claire Castlebelly back into the lead here in Father McNamara Park in this intermediate final right. she strikes it straight and through one goal and two for Castle Bellier four points uh, for Tulla Pat your thoughts 13 minutes gone Leo uh, again there's nothing between them uh, the goal obviously has given given Castle a, a big boost uh, the two points with it now but uh, Tulla probably had slightly the letter there for a few minutes before that I think but uh, Overall, look at there's nothing in this game. All to pay for. And here's that Amy Wiley. Amy Wiley being taught to drive at an art block by Anya Dine. And Anya, as she comes out through the tackle, free at. But you know what, Derek, this is physical. It is, Leo. And you know, it's the county final. Like, your body has to go on the line in pursuit of glory. Yeah, we have listeners in Ontario, London, Amsterdam. Cork, Galway, Tipperary, Sligo, Mayo, Kildare, Kildare and Dublin and the ball goes into corner to Eva Dooley. Eva, another lady who appears to be the handball, does it stay in play? Just about, just about, James Healy was calling for the line bar but James Healy isn't the linesman. The ball comes out to Eva Dooley, Eva Dooley gets the ball into Sinead Conlon. Amy, whenever you see Amy Conlon or Sinead Conlon you're going to see Amy Wiley. They're gone to ground here on very close to the sideline and Fintan Mac has to throw in the ball. As I said, uh, we said oh, to Ronan and James Harrison uh, or their mother Olivia, very good was with the coffee in. Uh, and Pat says the Bears in Dr. Daly Park we could do with the coffee now Leo it's beginning to get windy yeah the black clouds are looming here we were lucky to escape in Cusick Park but we were in out of the elements here we're under the under the canopy like had to do the Pope the Pope when he comes with it would be under the canopy like this but I don't think he's going to save us if it comes here the canopy of course there's no Pope between the three of us now courtesy of Collins construction as well today so thank him for the the main engineer the main engineer is not here today but it's going to be is it Amy Wiley going down getting a bit of attention and I'm not too sure if she's delaying things as well <coughs> uh, I don't know really uh, well, she's, no she's a, she's a tough nut no I'll tell you that if, if she's down she's, 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 she would be injured Fintan is keeping on top of it there so uh, a chance or a uh, 
No, it's 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 look, it's hard to game. There's no quarter give it. As usual, look, it's county final, as Doug said, and just like the last county final we watched. In fact, the two matches today, even though the even though the first one was only a shield final, which people a lot of people wouldn't give too much importance to. They said it was fair hits and fair fighting for the ball in that as well. So Absolutely. these all these women that play in Camogie nowadays, they Any are so count. fit, they're so well trained, they are going to give hundred percent. Any county championship, be a junior mm. C or senior A, it is hard earned. Anything with anything with silverware or, or, or a bit of timber stakers in the shields, I tell you, they go all over. There's no doubt that it was in Pettis goes pride of place, East Clare Derby this morning. You know, four East Clare teams, Kilkishan Brake, Kilnina, and as we said earlier on, you came out and they said, well, say by Kodina one. Not the competition that I want to be in, Leo, but as I said, look what you have, you, you take things as they are, you take, you play what's in front of you, and you play the competition you're in, and that's how it turned out. And look, they'll be very, very happy. I think it'll be a confidence booster because, you know, they have been tipped as being, being a decent senior team. This is the only intermediate, but this year a number of girls decided to go travelling for the summer, and you cannot blame them. They've given a lot over the uh, last, last few years, so they got them back, and it, it did straighten them up. Beat I saw Kilkishan, but I beat them. There's nothing happening for the moment, beating them early. So it's been cleared now by Amy Wiley. And the just ladies having a big influence. Gets the ball back. Back to the wing back. The wing back is Corey <coughs> Davis sitting back in the pocket. Puts the ball out here. Out towards Rhea Flanagan. Flanagan is a strong player. And who is she looking for? But she hits the ball into the corner to Henna May Neal. Henna May will turn it. This, this should be going towards Jim Murphy instead. But he's going to go to Murphy in the corner. When the unlocks it. Murphy with one quick. A touch, she gets away oh. from Lana Paul. Here's Dylan Murphy. That's the difference. Derek Jarmer, she sold the dummy and the free was coming. I tell you one thing, this is a player of the match performance already from Dylan Murphy. Derek. 1 3 got, Claire Castle 1 3 scored. Dylan Murphy is 1 3 got Leo. Claire Castle was going back there in front of her. They just have to sacrifice the forward, I think they are. Yeah, she's given, she's getting great ball in from the likes of Flanagan, though, put, given putting Lana Mac or Lana Paul under pressure. The ball comes to Chloe David, he's into Tulla midfield. The Tulla, Katie Clune trying to get it for Tulla. Over there on the far side, she leaves it uh, to Kira Golan. Kira Golan going back into traffic, gives the ball back out to Katie Clune. Here comes Katie coming across the middle of the field. She gets away from her player. Now it is time to strike. She does strike, gets the ball in towards Eva Dooley. But the corner back, the corner back is out. He's Henna Dinan. Henna, an all action player, loses out to Sinead Conlon. Henna is another member who has under 16 and minor Munster Championship medals one week clear. The ball comes out, out towards Carol Brown. Carol Brown, but it's Katie Clune. Katie, who started this attack for Tuller, is still going. The ball comes in to Ava McInerney Ava McInerney and I tell you space is at a premium and the ball comes in out to the, the cornerback the cornerback is Dynan and, and Dynan only knows one oh. way of going forward unfortunately for Ian Hannah Dynan I thought maybe she was deserving of free bet back well if Jim Hickey was here he wouldn't have called it for steps after today's <laughs> game Leo no Jim was able to yeah, she, 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 she was tacking fairly hard and she took a step or two but uh, Leo saw or Finton saw that way um, look at in every, in every game Leo you have or you have you have people interpreting what to see and of course in fairness to Finton he's only six feet away and we are maybe a couple a hundred foot away so maybe that's the difference 18 minutes gone very diplomatic a pack there no one <laughs> should be a politician um, my old club Ben Finton I meet him often that would be nice a free from Breedine Breedine and your she split the ball yes a tremendous a friendless free from Breedine Dynan levels the scoring here one goal and three for Castle Bellier six points for Tulla and Emma O'Connell with the puck out coming out for 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 Claire Castlebelly and Lauren Brown gone out here to the wing Lauren who gets uh, plenty of, of private coaching here from a uh, man if I'm uh, what to declare cornerbacks a tremendous player who really burst on the scene for Claire this year the puck out comes out to the midfield the midfield is Lily McMahon Lily finding the hell to get up if you don't get up first time here the posse is in Lauren too he'll try to get it but it comes eventually to Lily McMahon push the ball into Rhea Flanagan Lily uh, McMahon was pulled back free in for Claire Castlebelly 
Lauren too, he looks like he's going to take this one out. He's Dar a Dar 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 in this final, I think she could be the deciding factor. Actually, she's so talented, and uh, maybe that'll be that'll be the, the thing that will decide it. And the free, that one is going in around this, around the danger area, and, uh, and the ball breaks out to Gideon Ryan. Gideon Ryan hits it out, looking for the centre forward, Owen Mul Conroy. He comes to Jennifer Jennifer Nicholas. Jennifer turns Chloe David on this occasion, but the Mary Neelan. She thought about putting up the flag in the far side. When it comes to the midfielder, the midfielder is is Stella Quinlevin. It's Quinlevin and Quinlevin, and the great catch there by Gideon Ryan gets away from the tackle of Hannah May Neelan. Play. Referee Finton allowing play to go on to see there's the advantage of crew, no advantage okay. of going for Tulla and, and Finton brings it back with the free. Yeah, Gillian Ryan, powerful there. They switched her over to the other side. She was on this side for a while. She was dominant. They moved her over here because Kilcastle were getting giant that side. Huge player. Yeah, and the straight beginning to blow here in, in further McNamara Park and a free for Anya Dining. 25 metres out from her own goals. A massive crowd here in Further McNamara Park. Yeah. One of the biggest crowds I've ever seen, if not the biggest we've seen in Further McNamara Park. Yeah, because the lower, the scoreboard below, the lower numbers are, are blotted up by the crowd. Is the crowd all behind the goals and all down this side and further down than our, than our current position on the other side of the of the of the half as well. So yeah, fabulous crowd here. It's great to see. Yeah, and a great ball in from Lily in, in Lily McMahon into Rhea Flanagan. Flanagan immediately quick hands hits the ball into the corner where it's cut off by Amy McNamara. The cornerback Amy looking for Sinead. Or Sinead gets a hold of head of Amy Whitey. But Whitey, Whitey is Whitey by name, Whitey by nature. But Sinead gets away to be a tremendous oh, score from Conlon. Is it hanging? Yeah. It's hanging oh, on and rest on a class score from Sinead Conlon. Tullo go back into the lead. Seven points for Tullo, one goal and three for point. You know, Sinead picked it up there, and as Patrick said, Amy Wiley came back in, still got a tackle in. She rode the tackle and split the post from 50 yards. Yeah, and the ball is over the far side. Kiara Golan gets the ball out, out to out to Jennifer Nicholas. Nicholas turns and a direct ball in, in towards Breedine. Breedine and Emma O'Connor. Breedine is lightering. Oh, oh, there was an old fashioned pu push yeah. there. I didn't know Breedine is claiming it was a shoulder, but no question. She was, I didn't know she was playing for the break pattern. You, know, you can get away with some. You can get away with it sometimes. Not under the eagle eyed eyes of Fintan McDamella. To be in fact, fabulous tackle in Australian rules. Ladies, Australian rules football, but you can do anything you like. Unfortunately, you can't elbow someone into the back as they're picking up the ball. And that free is taken by Emma O'Connor. It's Tullin is sent by Cooley. Ria Flanagan and Hannah May Neelan trying to get it there. The ball comes to Flanagan. Here comes Flanagan beginning to make an impression. Out to Lily McMahon. The wing back is Tiona Breen. The jewel star hitting the ball in. But Nicholas, who's, who's foraging deeply for Tulla, gets the ball out to Iona Dynan. Dynan puts the ball out now for Ava McInerney. McInerney gets out ahead of Katie Casey. But the ball coming in. Who's inside? Only Carol Brown, the giant captain for Bellier. Gets the ball out to the wing forward. The wing forward is Emma O'Donoghue. Eva Julie comes out. But Emma. Emma O'Donoghue takes the challenge and she gets away. Being chased now by Eva Dooney. Sharpens the grip, puts the ball up here. Throws Long Tuhi, Long Tuhi, Amy McNamara. Tuhi, Tuhi goes, Tuhi goes to ground. Amy McNamara does well for Kelkesimi. Oh, and the ball goes in. I tell you, Derek Dormant is getting tied. Hip to hip. And here comes the centre back, Carol Brown. 
Carol Brown puts the ball. Well, Anya Dynan is going to release. And Dynan drives it towards the Canoiga in around the square. The ball is broken down by Bredeen. Jennifer Nicholas trying to get on it. Bredeen is foraging. Bredeen with number 15. Turns out left hand side. Is it going to make it? Indeed, he's into the safe hands of Brooke McInerney. And Brooke, oh, I think Brooke took the time there to survey her options. The ball goes over the head of Kira Goland and the ball is going to break down to Lily McMahon <laughs> Lily McMahon and Casey Clune and the ball back to Breedine Breedine would Tudor would rather Breedine further up but the ball is going to come to Ava McInerney but it's Emma O'Cannon Emma playing around with him oh Emma's gone to ground Ava McOwen I think Jerry Lucas get away with it there. Yeah, that front was, the yeah, that that was, was kind of. I not don't know, a serious you know, one. Now, Pat will always defend his skill in a man, you know, like straight away. But I, I can safely say I think he might have got that one wrong. I think you're about Patsy. Pat will be from the full back line, you see, Pat. And he did be all oh, yeah. the full backs. When they were forget a free. The Fecal Killinaire Union. He's given a bit of a doubt to the full back with him. I was looking to get away there. Seven points to one goal and. No, only our level six. Level six points to one goal and three. Got me this kill. You're trying to give East Clare an extra point in the Magpies. I know what you're at, Leo. I, 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 I know what you're at. Your keeper's in touch, Derek. Does not about that. And the ball poked out by Emma O'Connell. Out goes the midfielder. The midfielder is Stella Quinlevin. Stella trying to get the trying to get the ball up for Bellier. Space was his as a premium in the tight confines here of Fellow McNamara Park in absolutely imma- immaculate condition. And the ball comes <coughs> out. Who's coming out with it? The ball is put into space. Where is it? Rhea Flanagan. And the one in this lady is going to deliver. She's looking for Dern. And Dern makes the run. Dern. She puts up the head, but Lorna Power, Lorna Power, great defending by the fullback. Out to Anya Dynas, but Tennigan, Tennigan robs her, gets the ball into the wing forward, Lauren Tui, a chop down by Lorna Power, Lorna Power, a tenth from Bellier, and Jeremy Murphy to come back into the lead again. It was the first time that the quality of the ball delivery into Jeremy mm-hmm. wasn't the forwards ball, and the back, in fairness, to her fullback there, Lorna Power came out. You know, and did her job well. You've got to get better ball into her. If you get better ball into her, we've seen what she can do. Yeah, indeed, she's on fire here. One goal and three to six points. Is level pegging here in the intermediate final of 2022. Here comes Dylan Murphy with his 40 metre free into the breeze here, in, in towards the road at the town end. Dylan just nonchalantly uh, puts this one. It's hanging, it's hanging, but it's hanging out to the breeze. And just as it forced the breeze, Pat, she had to force that one, Pat, and it, it tailed away just breeze at the very end. Factor, Leo, I think Tola would probably need to be maybe, uh, uh, well, three or four up, i say, at half time with it now. They don't look like they might be, but uh, I think it is that strong of a breeze that maybe next second half. Uh, Clare Castle Valley might choose it more to their advantage. It's one goal and three to six points. The ball is with Carol Brown. This is giant captain for Clare Castle Valley. Gets away from a couple of hard challenges and she's fouled there by uh, Orla Mulconry. And I tell you, she found it hard to get the free there, but in fairness, playing very well at the heart of the Castle Bellier defence. And out comes Emma O'Connell, the giant captain, going to take this one on her own half back line. Tolle now have a player, Gillian Ryan kind of gone back as the scuba door in front of Dylan Murphy, but I tell you, you nearly won two or three scuba doors, such is the class of this player. Here comes O'Connell, puts the ball out into space, and who makes the run? In it is Hannah May Nealon, and Hannah is taking a bit of watching as well. The ball goes to ground, and out comes Tolle. It's the cornerback. The cornerback is Leah McInerney. No stranger uh, to the continent of McInerney's own brilliant players. And the ball here comes in Amy, Amy Wiley, a whole-hearted player, and passes the ball out to Lily McMahon. Lily gets on the ball for Clark trying to go through the challenge gets the ball back out to Wiley here comes Wiley Wiley opens up and gets on puts the ball into the corner and the main Neil and be coming to get on a piece of ball but brilliant defending by the cornerback Liam McInerney and a foul by Henry Neil super defending by the cornerback 
But in fairness to Derek, commitment is at an unbelievable high intensity. Yeah, look, there's no quarter being asked. They're given by both sides, in fairness to them. They're giving it all. Their castle will probably be the happier, as Pat said. It is a strong breeze, and they are level with three to go, Leo. Yeah, level one goal and three to six points. 27 minutes gone here in the first half, and our broadcast brought you associated with Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction, and our main match sponsor today, the Holly Three and Tullab and, and Kate. Kate Murphy and all her crew there a brilliant place to go the ball breaks down to the callback Henna Dynan Dynan gets it out to Emma O'Donoghue O'Donoghue has, has Amy Whitey ahead of her but O'Donoghue here she comes Emma O'Donoghue gets the ball in but who's sitting back in the pocket Anya Dynan playing well at the heart of the tunnel defence and Dynan drives that ball down former county's there gets the ball down and here's Dynan coming again the midfielder is Casey Clune trying to get it for Tulla Tulla could do with a score coming into half time we're at and the ball comes out to Jennifer Nicholas. And here's Nicholas on the run. Jennifer Nicholas, she's going to shoot. She shoots up for left hand side. That's great work but by Emma O'Connell. She came out to press her Leo, get the block in, forced her to shoot wide. Great defensive work by Clark Castle there. But Pat, looking at Tulla, just finding that bit harder to get away. They're finding hard to get their scores enough too, like uh, in fairness. Now, with that breeze, you see, they should be able to tap over the 30, the 30 yarders, the 40 yarders. But uh, again, space is so much better, presumably. It's a really tough contest and it's really, really intense and, and really worth watching as well. Very, very enjoyable. It might be too open, but it's really serious action. You want, you want to see both players, both sets of players, give an absolute everything and every score aired. That's exactly how it has been played. And here's a lady that's having a bit of an inference again. Lady McMahon and Lady hits the ball in. Well, Dynan headed. Dynan being backed up, being chased by Rhea Flanagan, being hounded by Rhea Flanagan. That's great play from all your Dynan. Dynan does well, goes to ground, gets the ball into Sinead Conlon. Sinead Conlon is blocked down. And the ball comes to the midfielder, Katie Clune. Katie Clune kicks the ball ahead on. Emma O'Donoghue next by. Anya Dynan. She was on the ground a minute ago. She puts the ball towards Eva Dooney. But it's Hannah Dynan. Dooney. Dooney is a player of tremendous power. It's a minor player for Kerry in the last 12 months. Here comes Dooney. Goes to ground. Does well. She's been hounded by the Clark Castle backs. Hannah Dynan. There. Amy Whitey is in there. Emma O'Donoghue. Katie Breen. Or Fiona Breen is back there. And who comes out with Whitey? Whitey. She has kind of put the colours on Sinead Conlon. And here she Goes, flicks it up, ball breaking in, into Lauren Tuhi. Lauren Tuhi is powered by Amy Eckner. Pat, this is uncompromising oh, stuff. There's no we're nonsense getting, we're stuff. Getting, we're getting most of this brilliant action yeah. within 10 or 15 feet. was right in front of us here since the toe in nearly. We've seen, I'd say, 20 different contests There must, have been, there must have been 10 people in that rock here. And all in shoulder and pushing, Pump. dragging, pulling, whatever they do to get the ball. I tell you, the Camogie players, they look for extra physicality. Not a bad stroke yet. Not yeah. a bad stroke. Being it's the best move the Camogie Association did a few years ago, as Pat said in the senior final. You know, it's it's made the game what it is now it's a spectacle for people to come and watch yeah no, great game and there's a great strike from Tuhi well no first like hits the ball in looking for Henry Nealon as it is Lady McMahon in the middle of the field trying to get it up the ball breaks out here comes Claire Castle-Bellier Claire Castle-Bellier and it is Stella Quindleman Stella Quindleman oh the ball breaks into Henry Henry is pulled back by Lorna Paul is there a free coming indeed advantage accruing a point from the stick of Henry Nealon Derek Drama She's I know good. this lady plays a bit of football but I tell you I haven't seen her before why did the this Camogie player also? Yeah, Leo, she was in she was part of the Clare Junior panel at the start, but she you know, the extended panel and she didn't quite make the, the, the final twenty five or six and you know, which was a surprise to me because she is uncompromising, she has pace, she has ability. It's one goal and four for Clark Six points for Tulla. Thirty just gone. Pat, what can Tulla do to get 
a score before half time to bring it back to parity. Well, they try to get to create space because every, most of the forwards in position end up in, in gaps, so they have to have runners, and there doesn't seem to be running running into space that they can spot to give a quick hand pass to. It seems to be a bit static, and maybe that's the biggest issue with their forward line. It's not mobile enough. Here's a girl that can move, Jennifer Nicholas. Can she yeah, get away? and they have to get the ball into Breedine. Breedine has been marked tightly by two. The ball breaks down for Emma O'Connell, free accruing for Tulla, and I suppose that's such one, as you said, Pat, right on cue, running to Clare Castle Belly defence, as Jennifer Nicholas did on that occasion. But Derek, you're looking pretty dining, he's on the edge of the square, being isolated, being marked by two players, totally just not getting the ball into But give credit to Clare Castle Belly, their Vincent setup is, you know, doing a very, very good job. It is, it is, but it's here in the middle toward Leo. As Pat says, if, 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 if Tully can run it a bit, and get better delivery into dining because she she is she's a fine player and causing problems. But if they're playing it out here, Clarkassel seem to have the bigger physicality threat. Yeah, and with that, Breedine nonchalantly puts the ball over the bar. We're level pegging again here in further back to Halibut. Clarkassel Billy, one goal and four. That one four from the stick of Jeremy Murphy. One four from Jeremy Murphy. A point. Uh, from Henneman Neelan to Tullis seven points it's even even he's every time great block down there by the midfielder the midfielder is Sally Quinneman it's Sally it's Sally and Stiller that's what they hear the ball comes out to Breedine Breedine for Tullis turns that's a great ball from Breedine but there's no one inside only the goalkeeper the goalkeeper oh and the goalkeeper Rook McInerney has all the time of day Nonchalantly, let the ball drop. A poor claims goes out to Jennifer, out to Jennifer Nicholas. Eva Dooley, Eva with a back flick, trying to get the ball in. Here comes Dooley, and here comes Dooley for Tuller. Oh, she goes to ground, miss with a heavy challenge here from a foot perfectly fair from Henna Dynan. And the ball comes to Carol Brown. Brown puts the ball, and there goes the full tie on the half time wizards. It wouldn't have the quality that we saw in the park of of the attacking play that Scarf Gunner, but that's senior A. This is an intermediate final. Both teams are going at it, going home putting everything on the line for their clubs that's a tremendous spectacle a tremendous spectacle and Pat my heart and commitment and desire is not cannot be questioned as Derek said the quality may not have been of the standard that you would expect uh, in using power but I tell you one thing <coughs> the pride of the parish is alive and well in Tulla and Dipney and Clare Castle Bailey have put all their fours aside and they're all should we all know the promise of one parish anyway but <laughs> I tell you what <laughs> oh Derek that's a deke from Derek but I tell you look at <laughs> this county final and the final Liam Murray Cup you know, it's all up for grabs at this moment in time. Sure, Claire Castle and Bellier, they always loved each other. We know that very well, sure. Even when they played each other in the county final years ago, they showed us, ah, they were really hugging each other during oh. the game. However, it has to be said. <laughs> Pat's memory is great, but we'll say we that. We often hear the phrase that whoever wants this t- most, uh, any game most, will win it. Both of them want this most because they're tearing into it. Absolutely. And either of them can win it. Uh, you have to say they, they venture slightly with Claire Castle and Bellier now with that decent rough breeze in the game that rises now and again. I suppose Tully could be hoping maybe for a shower at half time will they be dry inside? and killed all breeze as you said it for the other game Leo but uh, the flags are fairly limp at the moment but you still think uh, Claire Castle Valley have that ace in their sleeve of Dylan Murphy there are a lot of other players playing well now as well uh, for, for, for Tulla the likes of, uh, the likes of um, um, Shane Collin for, for a long time until, until Lady Wiley came back in and did a bit of damage to Arnie Dynas into back Gillian Ryan and uh, Reading Dynas of course with the freeze and some nice touches as well so uh, look at a lot to play for a lot of players playing well very physical intensely enjoyment Enjoyable. yeah indeed as a young Colleen Horton up Derek before we let you go uh, for your going for finals of tea at half time Derek the, uh, move, the, the move of Amy Whitey to wing back has been very very significant here for she's a warrior she's fit she works in the fitness industry she's as fit as uh, as they come and, and she just she's just tough out too like her, like her father was she, 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 didn't, no nonsense. she didn't she didn't dig it no, off the road. she didn't and she will stick with Sinead Conlon all day and she'll win those 50-50 balls and that's been a huge 
turning point. And in the second half, I'd expect more Clarecastle to to to. to keep doing what they're doing and if they get quality ball into, into Darren Murphy and faster ball could be it could be the game clincher. Yeah indeed we're going to take a half time break here from Fellow McNamara Power thanks to, to Derek and Pat for their input in the first half we thank our sponsors Derek Credit Union our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction and our best sponsor today here the Holly Tree that beautiful place down there in, in the, in, on the hill of, of Tulla and you know no doubt that, that you know if you want if you haven't tried it you should try out Kate Murphy and all those stuff there it's a outstanding from half-time in Dotfeld, McNamara Park, Kessabilly A1-4, Tulla, seven points. And you're welcome back here to Father McNamara Park for the second half of the 2022 Intermediate uh, Championship Camogie Final between Tulla and Clare Castle We are, as we started, it's Clare Castle one goal and four, Tulla, seven points. A change in the Tulla team, I see early Derek, uh, Sinead Conlon. I Good would feed, imagine yeah. she's gone to be feed. I'd say you see Amy Wiley <coughs> making her way out. She will follow her. If I know James Healy, he will make her follow her. And he's and he it all. <laughs> and Healy parked in the sideline. He never moved too far away from the end of the square here. He doesn't move too far. But we're, good. we're at the step, ready just to have to second half. Patch your toss pre-second half. Nothing between them, Leo. As I said, the only comment to make is that she didn't work for good the difference. She's such a, a threat up there in the forward line. Has been playing so brilliantly. Getting good ball in. That might just be the difference. But Tulla will be dogging and they'll fight hard to give everything. And the ball, we are planning it out. We want to start the second half as we start to the fourth. The ball has gone down into the corner. Emma O'Donoghue. O'Donoghue. Kelcastle now playing in towards the goals at the Clooney end here in the second half. The ball is here at the centre back position. All oh, the dying and trying to get up. The ball is with Lily McMahon. I thought she had a very good fourth half. That ball goes in from the stick of Lily McMahon. Out to the right hand side and gone wide. Kelcastle belly playing with the eight. Don't ever breeze here in the second half. I see Brady and Dine and he chopped him up and playing on the half forward line. Lorraine Lockton in fairness. That's a good puck out into the breeze. But, um, um, the wing back Kira Golan not ready so a second chance for Rayna Lockwood she found she found the it clouds there. are darkening though Leo that it would be a concern and hopefully it will stay away because we have had a great entertainment for the first 30 minutes if we could, I hate if to see the rain come down if we could get another 30 minutes we, I tell you when we'd be at where we'd be for the rest of the evening the clouds could burst all they want <laughs> and the ball is going to be poked out by Lorraine O'Loughlin for, for Tulla Father McNamara Park in splendid condition. Credit to Claire Camogie uh, board uh, for that. The ball is fucked out, blocked on by Rhea Flanagan. And she blocks it on to this player, Lily McMahon. She's having an influence in Lorna Parker. Kira Goland. And the ball comes out to Sinead Connolly. Sinead finding it hard to get away. And the ball is won by the midfielder, Stella Quindleville. Stella hits the ball into Henemy in the corner. Henemy, oh, a great pick up from Henemy. And the ball comes to Breedine Dynan. Breedine, Breedine. The ball is to Sinead Connolly. Sinead Connolly, no support. Henemy and Eland trying to get out. Gets the ball out to Flanagan. Flanagan. A direct ball in from Flanagan looking for Emma O'Donoghue O'Donoghue but it's Amy McNamara the cornerback Amy is also a brilliant musician but I said she's playing a lovely tune here the cornerback for Donna today and the ball comes out to O'Donoghue 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 gives it a turn oh he stands up for Clarkes for Tulla Great save by Lorraine O'Loughlin. Oh, Derek, you're going to put your house on Derek Murphy putting that one away. Yeah, fantastic save. Probably goalkeeper side, a bit left to right, it probably been in, but you can't, you've got to give credit to the keeper there, Lorraine O'Loughlin. Great save. And the ball out to Chloe Devil. Can Tuller capitalise on that? But it's all Claire Castabelli in the moment. Here comes the ball. Henry Neal has one point. Make that two. Pat McNamara. This lady's a tidy operator in the corner. Henry Neal. Yeah, we've been looking at Derek Murphy all along, but Henry Neal has always threatened. Her control is good. Her touch is good, her striking is good, that's two lovely points from her and she's been busy as a bee every time the ball goes up there, a serious threat for Tulla. One goal and five for Claire Casabelli, it's Tulla seven, the ball is with a player you'd want to have, it's Jennifer Nicholas, she puts a lovely pop pass in to Sinead Conlon, but when you see Sinead Conlon you're going to see Amy Wiley, she's ticking, 
taking her, like, whatever you put to a blanket. And the ball comes out. He's Amy Whitey, and here she comes. And she, as Derek said, that fitness fanatic. Pitch that ball up the wing. Looking for Chuhi. Chuhi. Lovely hands from Chuhi. Her father was a brilliant player. Her, her brothers are playing in the heart of the defence for Clare Castle at the moment. Here she is. She kicks it on. Kicks it on and puts the ball in. In for the midfielder. Is Stella Quinnipin. On your dining. On your dining. And Rhea Flanagan, Rhea Flanagan, her brother, not a bad cornerback for the county. Nominated from Narsar, pushed the ball into Dillon, it's Dillon and Narna Park. Oh, she turns it again. Here comes Dillon Murphy, pops the ball back into Hannah May Nealon, Hannah May Nealon. We might have heard her before today, we've heard of her now. The ball is blocked out, out to the midfielder. The midfielder is Sandy Quinlevin. You've Stella Quinlevin and Sandy Quinlevin, no relation. And the ball pucks out to Emma. Anya Dynan, Dynan. What is out to Flanagan? Flanagan can have a pot here from 50 yards, but she's they are looking for Dern. Oh, that, I said, oh, Gideon Ryan had to win that one, and she won it because Dern was lighting with intent in behind. Gets the ball out to Amy McNamara. Is not not Amy McNamara. Is Leah McInerney. McInerney gives it out. To the wing back. Here at Golan, a good player. Gives it back out to Gideon Ryan, and she opens her shoulders and puts this one down to Jennifer Nicholas. But it comes to Breedine, 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 who's been bereft with injuries. Ball goes to ground. Breedine loses it. She needs support. She's fighting the way off there on the far side. Breedine like a tiger. And in comes Jennifer Nicholas. Jennifer Nicholas being tethered by Chloe Divot. All hard and fair. Ball comes towards Eva Dooley. Dooley with a lovely flick puts the ball out into space. Dooley hits the ball in towards the corner forward. The corner forward is Eva Layton who's on at half time. Eva Layton hits the ball in. Chloe Divot. And the ball comes out. Out to the midfielder. It's Lily McMahon. McMahon. Ball. The rain beginning to come down here. Great play there by Amy McNamara. Amy McNamara and Emma Dunhoff. Flanagan beginning to come on to a piece of ball. But she's robbed. I think Finton is going to try. <laughs> a lightning start, isn't it? And as, look, as we spoke about earlier on, what wins your matches, Leo? Hooks, blocks and tackles, and both sides are doing all three. Yeah, indeed, all three in space. There's no doubt about that. And Emma O'Connell coming out onto her own party. 55. Not beyond the doubt, the possibility of McNamara to this will go all the way. Well, the distance is there, the wind is there, Leo. It definitely is a, is, a, is a pretty strong breeze, as we referred to before. This is from further than halfway, so uh, it's going to be landing around the danger area. And uh, even Lacarno Noigek could be in, in question here. This is a dangerous Ooh. one. He's it it gone. He's gone to the right hand side and gone wide. <coughs> uh, the rain begins to come down here in, I nearly said, Dr. Daly Park, further McNamara Park. And here comes Lorraine O'Loughlin, a brilliant save a moment ago to keep Jeremy Murphy at bay. And here comes Lorraine. What a serpent she has been to Tulla Camogie and to Tulla in general. A ball. Clear, that's a ball out to the middle, but it's all. Emma O'Donoghue goes to ground. But oh, once again, Derek looking at Clare Castle today beginning to maybe take a bit of control think, in, yeah, order, in pinning, the middle of the field. They're pinning Tola back, they're dominant here in the middle third, but there's only a point in it, Leo. Tola are working like demons in defence, they're getting the tackles and the blocks in and they're preventing scores. And, you know, if this game stays like this for the entirety of the contest, we'll <coughs> go right down to the wire where a, a green flag would be huge. And a green flag, and it's, it's, it's that green flag for Darren Murphy in the first half that has a Clare Castle belly in the ascendancy. He's one goal in five to seven points. Emma O'Donoghue got a pet. Tola just not able to get the ball up into that full forward line here in the second half as of yet. Well, they're under enormous pressure. They may be tough, but both sides working up. But Clarecastle Valley are putting Tola under enormous pressure there around the half back line. No player can get a clean swing at the ball to get it down inside the other half back line at where the space is. Uh, they're working hard at it. But Sinead Collin, I mean, Amy Wiley is doing an amazing job on Sinead Collin, who we know is a fabulous player. And since she came on, her Sinead is just finding it possible to get a half an inch even of space. And she's been, you know, she's still playing fairly well and threatening to. Uh, 
but but she just isn't getting an inch of space. Amy Wiley doing a super job out there. Yeah, indeed, Amy Wiley will be one of the contenders for player of the match in these early stages. There's no doubt about that. And the ball come. Here's another lady beginning to have an influence. It's Rhea Flanagan. She's looking for the ball. A ball in towards Hannah May Neal and another lady. The ball. There's a sub on for Claire Castlebellier. It looks like it's Evie Scanlon. He's on for Claire Castlebellier. Derek, you might be able to update us on that. Yeah, look, Evie Scanlon's a good young player. Like, she's great wrists. She comes from a good hurling background, you know. So, um, she had a huge impact when she came on in the semi final. Yeah, and indeed, with Claire Castlebelly, we hope she has a similar impact today. Hannah Dynan out there, turned by Aoife Dooley. Dooley has all the flicks, but the ball goes in to Carol Brown. Carol Brown, the centre back, and it's robbed by Orna Mulconnoy. Orna shoveling the ball on, kicking it on. Anyway, we'll do this. Dooley, a lovely pick up from Dooley. This is a player. Of tremendous, tremendous problem, Eva Dooley. She goes in, she gets a great ball into Orna Mulconry. Mulconry just stop. She gets away from the first challenge. She puts the ball in. Ooh, great, brave, great goalkeeper. Brave goalkeeper. Brave goalkeeper. Brooke McInerney was out, but the, the free was had coming. Blown, yeah, had and actually, Eva Lane was winding up. She saw green, green flag, green flag territory, but the goalie advanced like any good goalie. Brooke McInerney came out quick off for line and and filed ahead in, but the free being pulled back for a free on Orla Mulconry. But Pat, that's the first time we've really seen the, the strength of Ornamal Conroy. She's a strong player. She's the yeah. first time she got in behind the defence and she drew the free. Yeah, a good clearance down the field there, got a bit of distance in it and uh, that's, that, that just created a bit of space. Ornamal Conroy did great to carry it on and on and on under extreme pressure. Then it opened up and, and then the ball from Ethan Dooley across. Uh, almost lifted the goal, but good brave goalkeeping by Brooke McInerney in fairness to her. Uh, that means there's two very good goalkeepers in Bell in, 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 in an important intervention, you know, important, because it, if it, she didn't get the touch, it was going to be a tap in. <coughs> yeah, and every score is vital, as you, know, as you alluded to, Derek. And you know, the bright lights of the scoreboard are shining profusely here, as you can see, because the darkness is beginning to come here. It's a chance, and Ornamal Conroy, there's concern over there on the Tulla uh, bench. As, uh, is there a sub warming up for Tulla? Never yet. Matty Horn is the man in charge of Tulla on the first side. Matty, who is a member of the management team, which Carrefour Gold Wonder Munster Club and Lost Out Hall Ireland, semi final. To shock Neil above their next one of many years ago. A, a very good coach, an up and coming coach. He's Matty. I see uh, Gabriel Sheridan, who's been in part with Castle for years. Let's get And of course, we have James Healy patrolling the near sideline here. But here's a, a lady patrolling the freeds. It's breathing, dining. Nine, eight minutes gone here in the second half here in this broadcast. Brought to you, so Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcasters, Michael Long Construction, and our match sponsor today, the Holly Tree. And I tell you, if you haven't tried the Holly Tree, Derek, the next time you're in Tullet, make sure you call there. Breathing, she going for goal. Is it? It's gone out. It's gone out for Shaska Kui. And I tell you, she saw the chance. She <laughs> did, she did, Leon. I think she should have just made sure of the point and tapped it over because scores are the premium, and, and especially now, I think the rain is going to come and scores would even be harder to get. So any score is going to be huge. <coughs> That's not the first time we've seen Breedine Dylan going for, um, you know, just the way she stands up. No no change in stance and going for the goal. Leo, it's as simple as this. If it goes in another crossbar, it's a great decision. If it doesn't, uh, not so good. Uh, yes, you're, right, you're right, Leo. That man is a politician. It's a, bit further, it's a bit further out though, this time, but it's more, a little bit more central. So if she gives us a good whack, there's no reason why it shouldn't go or just, just if we're over the crossbar. I dare I say, sneak underneath it. It's a vital free for Breedine now because they have to get something out of this. Uh, their attacks have been very, very infrequent here in the second half. She's a tremendous striker. And who will be to get Breedine Dylan? That would have got another 20 hours, Derek. We're level pegging again. Yeah, absolutely. Look, she made no mistake with that. Like, and she, she did show, you know, 
character to kind of go for the goal. Yeah. But she, uh, she, she redeemed herself, landing a huge 45 in it. Should have gone over to, into the park. And here's a huge puck out from from uh, uh, from Ka- Emma O'Connor. She made that one with with a thumb. The ball is all around the middle field. Lily McMahon and the ball, but she's robbed by a lady who is having a great game for Tulla. It's Jennifer Nicholas. Sinead Conlon. Sinead Conlon. Amy Wiley is going to push in the back. I thought there was on that occasion, Sinead, but the ball breaks out to Timmers and she shows her football skills. The ball comes back out to Kira Golan. Kira Golan and wing back for Tullet. Being chased there by Stella Quinlivan. Kira finding it hard to get up, but she gets it up in the second attempt. And she had passing comes off the, the stick of Stella Quinlivan out over the line. He's level picking on the scoreboard. Amy, He's Wiley's doing, Amy Wiley's doing some Trojan work out there. She's following Sinead Conlon everywhere on any 50-50 ball. She's just coming out with it. Yeah, it's a tremendous jewel, and Pat. It's, a, it's one a of the jewels of the game, Pat. It's a great battle and a very clever fair play to the Clare Castle Ballet. Uh, meant us for knowing exactly what to do early on. But also, Sinead Conlon is still a serious threat for, against Clare Castle for Tuller. And the other thing is, I, I just noticed that anything that's dangerous looking at all, Gillian Ryan has been super there in the tight, in the tight situations for Tuller. She's really stopping a lot of the dangerous things going through. The ball is here, 60 metres out. Here comes Jennifer Nicholas. Jennifer is having a good second half for Tulla. The ball is out. It's right. Gillian Ryan trying to get up. But here's Flanagan. I tell you, space is unbelievable. Uh-oh. Oh, I tell you, Monty. Lily McMahon. Oh, I tell you, she got, she got a lot of grass on that occasion. I think she, she got she, more. Derek, you were close. I think she got more than grass on that occasion. She got a lot, Leo. She got hurt. She, she got hurt. Yeah, she got hurt. And the free is being brought in. And, you know, and a tight match. And, and I can see Finton uh, telling them to do in the veil. But I think they had. Yeah, there was definitely. The free should be gone to the end that one occasion. Had. Yeah, it looked like she picked it off the ground. I mean, she did pick it off the ground. But, uh, you know, he was unsighted. If there's legs in the way and hurlies and socks in the way and you can't see it, and he sees the foul on her, then the referee sees what he sees. Hickey today, now he give out. But because it's been clean, he won't say a word. He's a pure politician, Leo. And here's Dern. And Dern puts it over the bear and Dern on double. A sub warming up there over on the far side of the field. Is it for Clare Castle Bellier? We'll see. I know it's, uh, it's beginning is, yeah. to get a bit colder one. here and the dark clouds are descending. <coughs> it's one goal and six for Claire Castle Tuller, eight points. Who's going to bring the Father Lee Mac, uh, Murray Cup out of Father Mac Park here this evening? Two of the great servers, Pat McNamara of Claire Camogie, a uh, great stormers for promoting the game. Father Michael McNamara and Father Liam Murray. God, yeah, well, sure, exactly. I knew Father Liam quite well. I, did, I knew Father Mac a little bit from County Board Meeting. He was vice chairman and chairman for a while. But certainly Father Murray, as you said, look at it's great that people who are so committed uh, in any walk of life who are so committed to Camogie are rewarded by having a bit of recognition given to them in this very, very practical way. And it's wonderful that you see it in their memory. And here's Rhea Flanagan, Rhea Flanagan going back in the wrong direction. But she had, she found the pass. The pass, it comes out to Ava McInerney for Tuller. Ava McInerney. She did not name to start, but she loses the ball. She's robbed there by the Clare Castle. The Clare Castle sub was Evie Scanlon. And here comes Wiley. Wiley being chased down by Orna Mulcahy. Mulconry putting in the head, but Wiley and here, Wiley by name, Wiley by nature. She drives that ball up. We're on your dine, sitting back in the pocket. She goes into the challenge of Henry and Eden. Gets out, but who's it going to? Free. Goes to Wiley. Free for the final on your dine. Oh, I, I think yeah. that balanced up the one here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. think myself. Maybe yeah. there was. <laughs> Another good I, decision I, there, I thought. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, you think, Derek? Timmy, you go for a few pints for Finton tonight. It might be. <laughs> Finton will be buying him some, I'd say. I know Finton is a, a top class official and a, a, a very, very genuine man at real GM. And, and the ball comes out to Dynan, just straight to the breeze. But she hits it towards Brady and Brady and Cal Brown, Cal Brown. The ball goes behind Brady. That's it, Brady. 
Yeah, and Kel Brown gets away. A lovely low okay, ball out here. Out to the midfield, but the midfielder is still in front of it. But here's a player I'm impressed He's Golan. Golan gives it out to Conlon. Conlon trying to get away from Whitey. Puts the ball into space. In towards the full forward. It's, it's the Evil Aiden. Evil Aiden trying to get the ball for Tulla. And the ball comes back out to Conlon. And where Conlon is, can Conlon get another score? They need a score. That's a shot from Sinead Conlon. Well, Wiley, and Wiley's gone down and he's had trouble for that Casabelli on the far side, Terry Tomer. Amy Wiley. She looks she, in pain. She, she does, looks yeah. in pain. And that's not good news for Tarkasa because she has been absolutely incredible. And, you know, Sinead Conlon is such a huge threat. Who else but Amy Wiley would have the ability to stick with her marker? This could be a huge blow for Tarkasa. Yeah, Amy Wiley's in trouble and I thought she went over her ankle. And she's tough, Leo, so she's not, you know, she's not down there for the good of her health. We're gone halfway through the second half. It's one goal and six for Claire Casabelli. Tulla, eight points. Derek, one point either in the corner. Scores at an absolute premium. You know, even in these with 15 minutes ago, the next goal is going to be vital here. Absolutely, Leo. And I know you're mad to get to Scarif of Gundlund and have a few pints and celebrate the tremendous victory today, but you could be here for an extra 20 minutes yet. Derek, that co- the clothes will come on that tart, of course, we'll eat black and, and the breeze is blowing up here, so that means that the breeze is blowing. There's only one thing to fall on, Pat. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I, I just still, I still have an inkling that uh, Mel- that, well, down the low as well, but that Clarkastle like, Bellevue have slightly the better of the, of the vital moments in the game, you know, and that they're a little bit more threatening in attack as well, in general. I, th- I think they are, and I think they're more likely to get the scores. And, you know, if there's a free from 65 metres out or, or that distance, they're probably going to pack it over, whereas Tullow will need the freezing closer against that breeze, although after pretty deep in the great 45, you never know. But uh, there is not, there's only the point in it, but possession is nine tenths of the law, and Clarkastle have that point, have that point lead. Sub here now, Leo. Yeah, it's so good. <coughs> ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。ポッドキャスト。
The score of the game, but Leo, how often have we seen referees give the charging free that would have been given against her there? I thought it might have been a charging free against her, going by the rules, but then again, I said Finton was much nearer and he didn't give it. More but off, more off, it. More often than not, Patsy the shot was unbelievable. Here's Jennifer Nicholas and a free. I know. Uh, I know. I know, Leo. I tell you one she thing. She met her fair and square. And Jennifer Nicholas has gone to ground, and Tuller will not want Jennifer Nicholas to be out of action. Pat, she's had a big influence here in front of us in this second half. She's a very athletic player, Leo. She's, as I said, she's just one of those players that, that has great pace about her. Uh, she hasn't maybe be, isn't a player that will score four or five That's points, right, but the work she'll do in the game, she'll win ball. She'll deliver very. She's a great girl to see a pass. A, a low ball in or a ball across the field. Yeah, very, very impressive young player. Very young player, like Eva Dooley. I think they'll say, and even McInerney. I think they're all around the same generation. So, uh, plenty of future, plenty of hope for the future for Tulla in those. But at the moment, what they're concerned about is the present. And Jennifer is down, getting attention. But and uh, also the present is the fact that the sides are level, and we're in the last spot, for the last ten or twelve minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of mentors and players on the field. Uh, things out that Pinto will have to take care of. I see there's Kenny coming across. Kenny Horn is on the field. There's more mentors. I see James Healy. They're, they're going. There's going to be a conflict between the Clarecastle Bellier management. Jerry, what can they do? Because the pendulum is slightly swinging towards Tuller. Slightly, Leo, but yeah, like there's still 12 minutes, 11 and a half to go. <laughs> the next score, I know it's the old cliche, but the next score is huge. Best, yeah. Tuller hit the front, you know, it could be a, a, a game defining score. <coughs> Pat, this girl could be in trouble though. Yeah, Jennifer. Pat, looking at, at, at Claire Castabellier, Dylan Murphy has been left above inside yeah. in the square. And to be honest with you, the ball is just not getting in there. It's totally our storming back. You know, I know the breeze never won it, but would it be worth maybe bringing Dylan Murphy out to wing forward or, or somewhere maybe to get a bit of space? Yeah, I was saying the same today. I watched the wrong game against, against, with Lauren and McNamara. It's a very hard Another good one. And they, they did eventually move Lauren around a bit and she got more in the game. I think that, you know, Claire Castle might just want to get Dylan Murphy stuck in getting involved in the game. I mean, no, She's, she's huge pace. I remember seeing her as a forward years ago before she ever went in goals for Clare uh, as a corner forward, and she was full of pace and full of life going around the field. So maybe it might be worth it because she gets one break from midfield and it opens up in front of her. She'll go all the way. But look, if she gets a goal from the edge of the square in the last minute to win it, yeah, then they're right to leave her there. Yeah, look, I don't know. I'm not too sure about that one from Pinton, but look at yeah, Maybe it was a leg tackle. I'm not sure. Here's a very important free for Brady and Dylan. 45, 47 metres out from. They clear Castlebellier goal. Attention being given over there. There's attention being. I'm not too sure. Is it on your dining? Is receiving attention over there? And you know you don't want any player injured on either side. And credit Pinton, he's given all the players the same consideration to get, to get looked after. Here's a big free for breathing dining. And big players normally make right big decisions. This is level picking. 21 minutes gone here in the second half of the intermediate Camogie final as the rain begins to descend and fell the McNamara. Here's Breedine hitting it into the, the town goals here, into the dressing room in. Here's Breedine, she strikes it. He's in, he's in hanging, he's in hanging Ooh, inside. Smash. He's hanging outside. It's in, it's in, it's in, it's in the square. And Derek, a let off for Castle Yeah, look, it was a big ask into the wind, you know. Like she got it very high. Yeah, see, Duran had one similar in the first half, you know, too much height in it. But uh, look, Leo, the game's in the melting pot now, eh? I have to pot, go. Right. As uh, someone once taught me, it's a squeaky bun time. Squeaky bun time, and a hand pass from Gillian oh. Ryan. Out to Kiara Golan. Golan gives it to Breedine. Breedine is trying to get it up, not finding it not finding it easy out there. She's using the football skills. The ball. Gillian, Gillian Golan. 
Kira goal and Gomeneshka and, oh, and Gillian Ryan is dancing around. Tolara getting a grip a foot trip and A foot trip by Rhea Flanagan. And the game is in the Milton part here now. A free and they're bringing out Sinead Conlon out to take this one. Sinead is a good bench for ball. Sinead and Amy Wiley, one of the battles of the day. Wiley maybe slightly come on top, but Sinead got two outstanding points in the first half. You don't know why Anya Dyna wouldn't take this, and if Sinead Conlon up around, she might do a bit more damage. Just with all these little two decisions. Castle players, Pat, mm. 40 meters there up, is, could yeah. the ball break out there? Can the Conlon puts all her Great might shot, into it. As, puts it up. The ball is good. Breedine is looking for a break. The ball is breaking out. Emma O'Connell. Oh, 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 I tell you what, that's cool composed play by Emma O'Connell. Her brother. A huge Dougie. clearance. That's a great clearance. That, this could be a game one. But the ball, who's there? It's Ginny and Ryan. I tell you, my player in the match for Tuller here in Father McPath. But the ball breaks out to Henry. Henry is fouled by Ava McInerney. She deserved that one. Jerry. She did, she did. She, did. She, did. She, did. she sold the dummy and she was definitely dragged back. Well, great work by Emma. Connell, a long hanging yeah. delivery from Sinead Connell, spilling around the square. Bradine Tynan's there. She showed cool, calm collectedness, got it under control, and like the brother, she just shoved him out of the way and drove it 90 yards down the field. And I think the brother could take a leaf out of her boots in time with the coolness that she showed on that again. When Perlis the Goodge, he's, he's a, a, an all action competitor too, and we wished him the very best of luck in the county final against the Rogue uh, next week uh, for Bellier. Is this going to be the first, you know, Claire Castle Bellier in the senior final next week against the Rogue? Tuller in the intermediate hurling final against St. Joseph. We wished him well also. Great week for the Palaces and Pet. Great life around the community of East Clare. Great life around. And look at the, what, what the camogie brings and, and the hurling as well, obviously. But today it's a camogie weekend and uh, what it brings to all the parishes. When, when girls start to go well, they get a massive following as well. I think you, you, you see now as many people going to serious championship camogie games, obviously, as hurling games, which is a fantastic thing to see altogether. I know they talk about sport, women's 2020 sport and all that, but definitely it's on the rise in so many codes. And camogie is, is, is certainly up there in Clare anyway. as, as a, br- a brilliant women's women sport that all men and women are enjoying. And here's a very a big moment for Jim Murphy, <coughs> a big moment in the intermediate final. Call it, Leo, she landed. it. She went. It's right mm. over, ten, ten, 10 metres in from the first side, Jim Murphy, sportswoman supreme. She strikes this one with all of her applause. It's good. Oh, her address now. I never Claire, doubted you, Leo. Castle-Bellier back in the lead. Claire Castle-Bellier, one goal and seven. It's Tuller, nine points. What can Tuller do now? They just, I suppose they just have to win possession and see what the crews. Yeah, they need something to happen from Breedine, from Sinead Power or Sinead Collin, but it could be any race that does it, you know. And here's, a, here's a Jennifer Nichols making a run. Here's the, lady the here's the lady just taking the challenge to Tuller, for to Claire Castle. Jennifer, push the ball in. Nathan blocks it down. Is it going to come Sinead. to Sinead Connor? Carwell, Amy Wiley. And, but it's Carol Brown, Carol Brown, the centre back. He's here. Who's going to get it out for Tuller? Tuller! Jennifer Nicholas is there, Carol Brown is there, Efrain! Carol Brown goes to ground, on is it? It looks like, is it Aoife Layden? And Layden is making, I tell you, she's making a right news as well since she came in. I don't think I saw what happened there for the free, Derek. Maybe you were able to clarify for us. I, I, I have no idea now, Pat. <laughs> and I there, was know. A, there was a slight, a slight push, push on a the push, shoulder yeah. of Eva Laden. And I tell you, Eva needed no invitation whatsoever uh, to go to ground, although she is um, going in, going to receive attention. Jerry Darwin, you predicted extra time. Yes, I, I, I did, I, I, I predicted this rain. I have a funny feeling. I tell you one thing, you should be taking over from Jerry Murphy and the, and, and, and the weather. But anyway, here it's one goal and seven to nine, nine points. 
I tell you, you couldn't ask any more from the players. He's been in absolute 26 minutes gone here in the second half of an enthralling intermediate final. I do worry, Dolly, if we do go to extra time, and it's high proposition because Bredin will lend this free. We'll only need three minutes to play. Scores are at a premium. It's going to be awful dark. It's awful dark because, it's a dead, you know, you can see by the lights on the scoreboard how bright they are. But look at the players won't care. They are giving it of their all for both. Will there be, of course, there has to be extra time and it is being signalled. This is an important free from Bredin. And I see the Finton clearing the, the, the subs out. There's some players off the, off the field to play. Here is the free for Bredin. He's not allowing the substitution. No, he's not allowing the, the substitution. Number, number 25 is Zoe Ellingstead, who was coming on the place of Lily McMahon. And he's, he, he now it has to be waited for this free uh, to take place from Brady Dynan. He needs to put his son over the bar. Tricky Brady, free in the conditions. In the conditions. Yeah. But a true strike. We're level pegging again. Derek Darmer, call it now, my friend. Castle Duran Murphy to get the winning score in the next 90 seconds. <coughs> We're now in the 27 minute. M.R. Connell and and what is he doing? The sub is the sub is on. In comes Zoe Ellingstead in, in place of Lily McMahon, who absolutely gave it all during her time on the field. A brilliant all action midfielder. Here's a puck from Carroll, from Emma O'Connor. Expect this one to boom around the half back line. And out it comes, not as long as other ones. In Sewers to stay. Conlon goes up. The ball breaks down here. Amy McNamara, what a pick up from the cornerback. The cornerback. She gets the ball out to Sinead Connell. Sinead Connell for Tuller. She, oh, and she's been pulled back. She puts a great ball into Jennifer Nicholas. Just space for Tuller. Here comes Jennifer. She's looking for Breedeen. She puts the ball into oh. Connell. A wrong decision from Jennifer. But she's back there. Amy Wiley. The ball breaks out. Out to the wing back. Chloe Divot. This is next ball wins. Rhea Flanagan blocks it out. Oh, Here comes Leo, that Gillian, be Gillian Ryan for Tuller. She takes on the challenges. Here comes Gillian Ryan for Tuller. She puts the ball into the corner. Oh. Who's back there? It's Hannah Dynan. Ice's ball breaks out again. Out to Zoe. Out to Zoe. I tell you what, he does put it. No, Bredin. Greg Anderson wants to appear now. No, he'd want to throw it in there. Bredin doing a bit of fishing over there. Can she get it up? It's Gillian Ryan for Tuller. Gillian Ryan is fouled. She enters a free in for Tuller. A free and a foul on Gillian Wright. Pet McNamara. What a display. This young player, Gillian Wright from Tuller, has given here yeah, in front of the McNamara Park. I think about 15 minutes ago, I just thought she was doing a lot of hidden, good defensive work. Small little things, flicks and blocks and getting in her body and stopping dangerous things going through. But that was a rousing, inspiring run out of defence. Under all kinds of pressure uh, into the half-forward line. Out of them, had to deal with a, a pool of water as well. And won the free. And uh, this is a... Look at Talk about big moments in the game, but this is probably the biggest moment of the game so far. This, is the, this is the biggest moment of the intermediate final. It's, 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 it's against a, a rain, uh, a heavy shower and, and wind, and it's what this could be the win of the county final. This Ninety is, seconds. This, this is a big, this is a big moment. Pretty, and she has to strike it through. She loves it. She loves it. She loves it. Is it over the bar? She puts it over the bar. Pretty Diamond, Tuller, eleven. They've got the last three scores to be from two down to one up. It's very reminiscent of a shield final you were right earlier on today, Derek. Where Emma puts it up into the sky. Call Will Jim Murphy. The ball breaking out. It's all Tuller at the moment. It's Anya Dynan. Anya Dynan and Hannah May Nealon. Rhea Flanagan. Anya gives it out to Judy. Here comes Judy and Judy tips the ball into the corner. Who's gone back there? It's Zoe Ellingstead for Claire Castle. Bellier. She gets the ball out to Hannah Dynan. 
Henna, Kel Castle needs the ball up. Blocked down by Dynan. Dynan in form at the front for Tulla. Dynan in form at the back. And who's it come to? The one player you'd want. Gillian Ryan and she tries the ball into the corner towards Henna Dynan and Aoife Dooley. Dooley doesn't go for it. The rain is beating down here into in Fellamac. Amy Wiley trying to get it. Wiley. She's had a great game for Castle and she puts the ball into the danger area. Who's there? Gillian Ryan again for Tuller. Here she comes. She comes out for for Tuller. She gets the ball away. Wiley, but there's a danger of a ball. Amy Wiley to Dilton Murphy. Can this be the equaliser? Dilton shoots. This is a dangerous ball. Lorraine unlocks it. Inside. Lorraine. Oh, she throws up in the goal and she gets it. I tell her she was cool. The ball breaks out. Here comes Emma O'Donoghue. Donoghue. Can she level it? She pushed the ball off. There's a free coming. Free of Flanagan. This to win the championship. She puts it on. What a score. score. The probably bring us the extra time. What a catch. I don't know. Flick over the opponent's head. And the vision to pick the pass. Incredible score. To have the nerve to do that from Emma O'Donoghue. But Flanagan will level again. He's won here to 11 points. Who's going to win? The intermediate. The ball goes out. A sharp puck out from Lorraine. Out to Gillian Ryan. Ryan is going to launch it for Tuller. Its next score is definitely going to be the intermediate. And a free for Gillian Ryan. We've 40, we've 50 seconds played of injury time. I didn't see what he signalled. Six. Wow. Six minutes were after being told. Thank you. Perfect. Six minutes of extra time. Six minutes of injury time. Oh. Where did Finton find six minutes? I don't know, but I was Finton, talking to Pat. But Finton ah. found six minutes and the breeze is blowing as strong as it did. Gillian Ryan puts the ball to the corner. Bredeen has it, but the ball keeps in play by Eva Dooley. But Dooley, she gets the ball. Oh, I tell you, Hannah May, she took a few steps and the ball comes out. Out to the number 16. Number 16 is Grace Russell. Russell is fouled. I tell you, now... If we have six minutes of injury time and then we have extra time, I tell you, we'll need uh, to turn on the headlights in the car. And you have to go for more soup, Derek. <laughs> it's level pegging here in Father McNamara Park. And who comes out? Is Darren Murphy. Is Pat McNamara. We asked Derek the last time. Will she nail this one? Well, I think, Leo, we know she has the ability. And I think, come at the moment, I think she will, actually, because there's a really strong breeze. It's going to carry it on. And she's a very, very accurate striker, a lovely striker. So I think she probably will. Here's Derek Murphy, a 65, 68 metre free into the Clooney end here. She gets it. She strikes it They've rather well. Really, oh. There's a tail in it. Indeed, it's gone out to the right-hand side. Wow. And by the breeze just came across at the last moment. We're level pegging. <coughs> we thank our sponsors, the Honey Tree in Tulla. We have four minutes, Leo. Four more Long minutes. Kieran Norman Falker. Stick to his show. It's a lifetime. But I tell you, it's a lifetime in a tight game. Lorraine O'Loughlin, one of our better puck outs into the breeze. Ooh, and who's gone? It's out to Dillon. Maybe not the place to put it. Here comes oh, Dillon. She's pulled. The jersey is pulled. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, big moment. Big, oh, big moment. She was pulled back like Chelsea I mean, was pulled. Yeah. I, I tell you, the elasticity of the jersey was tested on that occasion. But the free, but I tell you, Benton, is Benton this film, I'm not too decision. sure, but the jersey team did pull. Now, to be fair to Pat, he was on the blind side. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, Leo, the best of fabric conditioner goes into those jerseys every week as well to make them stronger and you wouldn't notice this one at all. Pat, that was his... Pat, I know all about the all all those jerseys, Leo, so it's so strong, you wouldn't even see him being stretched. Sinead Conlon puts in a short pass out to Gideon Ryan. Here, Ryan goes, there was more claim for a free on that occasion. Oh, and he gives a foul hand pass. Oh, my God. 
Finton, I, I have no words. Finton and Emma O'Connell. I see Matty Horne has taken up a left back position here for, for Tulla. And Emma O'Connell is after buying about 10, 15 yards. Finton will put her back and she'll go back two. <laughs> she goes back to two yards. She's after gaining about 13, but she's gone back two more. She has gained 10. I tell her she's. I tell you, they're bowled out of Benny, there's no doubt about that. But here's Emma, and she gained she's two here. more. She's right. <laughs> I tell you, this is a game defining a, a seconds, Leo. Derek, call it. No, she won't, she won't reach. She won't reach it. No. She'll reach the danger area. Anything can happen. It's a dangerous one. It's on the. This is a dangerous ball. Oh, it is blocked out there by Lana Paul. But, but it's gone out. It was. 45. Murphy could land it. It was on your dining. No. Castle Belly Apnell attacked the ball. They set back and on your dining. Had to deal with it. It was a dangerous ball. But here's a chance for the woman, Max Woman Supreme. She Jim will Murphy. land this one. Derek Dormer is confident she'll land this one. This is probably the chance to win the Father Liam McNamee Murray Cup for Castle Bellier. It's 15, 20 metres in. Should be well within her compass, Pat McNamara. Oh, no question about it, Leo. She's put over longer was than this, and is it, that's, that's, that's pretty still strong. Uh, and the last one was, was not a little wide from a way more distance, so I think I think she'll put it over and they'll take the lead. So, if you don't get told it in Leo. 10, 80 seconds. Can Tulla manufacture freedom in 45 metres? Derek, she doesn't, Tim, she doesn't strike it. It's gone to the right wide. side, it's gone wide. Oh, oh, that's two frees in a row that have gone wide. And I see James Healy putting his hand in his head. It's a free out for a square ball and Lorraine O'Loughlin. It looks like we're hitting towards extra time in further McNamara Park. Derek Dormer is counted in seconds one by one. He'd love to see the further Lee Murray Cup in Castle tonight or out there in Dunquin in Bellier. <coughs> Here come a Dunquin. Lorraine, Ooh, she goes short to Ginny O'Reilly. The right woman, though. The right woman. She and oh, we have Ombrecha <laughs> in further McNamara Park. Uh, he blew and up nice, nice 40 seconds there. I I the we're going to extra time. I tell you, we're going to Ombrecha here. Pat McNamara, in fairness, neither seemed deserve to lose it at this stage. Well, the first thing is that I agree fully that it would have been hard on Fergus Bellier to lose, but I think the contributors are not done this We'd game. We'd have to get the headlights. But, as our, as our uh, closer team, and probably no more of them, uh, all of us had their fingers on the cup there, the Father of Murray Cup. Uh, then again, they could have lost him with two der- derms, two late frees there. Extra time in the power. Extra time in the power. I do that. Extra time in the Simon. But back to this game. Um, neither, you're absolutely right. Neither team deserves to lose that. Both teams could have made the cases that they had it won at different stages, but there was never, there was so little between them, Leo, at any stage. Like, you know, did the Belgian go past two points ever? I can't remember it. No, maybe no. the goal went in was two points. Two points, yeah, and, and like that. But, but two so teams, are, point I'm, two points. I'm not too sure. Are both teams? They're wondering what's going on. I'm not too sure. Is extra time? They're all looking around. Well, if there's around, an ounce, announcer able to make an announcement here on a microphone, surely we can announce the. Well, the players are staying on the field, Leo, so it looks like they have an fair idea. But Vinter uh, is going back out. Indeed, Finton has been advised. I'm not no. too sure. We will we will see uh, what's going to be the outcome here. I just thought for Finton's the way he raised his hands, that was over. No, I might be very wrong. It looks that way. Matty Horn is out there. I'm not too sure. Tuller are walking away. Claire Castle are gone down to their side. Have we have we extra time? No, no. it's going to a replay. Another day. It's going to mm. Law Inner and both teams. Big Boyerock, as they say. Big Law Inner. Big law, because an old phrase means there'll be another day. Big law, and you know, both teams, neither, neither team deserve to lose no. it. And, you know, both teams give up their all. So, as the final score here in Father McNamara Park, 
at the end of a pulsating intermediate county final for 2022 is Castle Bellier, one goal and eight, Tulla 11 points. Pat, we have to credit Tulla. That was some comeback in the second half against that breeze. Absolutely. I thought they were, they were looking uh, looking like they were going to be under too much pressure with that breeze and conceding a lot of ground as well to uh, Castelbelli midway through the second half. Handed to Tulla. They really fought, fought back very, very hard. And Breedin's Breedin's point of play of the score of the match out on the far sideline. But it looks like maybe she charged forward, knocked back to the defender. A brilliant point. And that was probably the highlight of the game in terms of scoring. Although Claire Castle's uh, point from play there near the end. That's Raymond Dunn who did a fantastic flick over the defender's head, caught it again, giving it to uh, into uh, yeah. uh, the, 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 the other forward. That was the other the equaling score uh, in terms of ability to the, the other side. So, a fabulous game, real intensity, everything you look for in a, in a county final. And uh, look at the, the result is a replay, and I think we're all, I think all really looking forward. I think to it's it. the fairest. Yeah, yeah. Yes. extra time be tough. It's very dark. And they had it down actually in the front of the programme if we were observing, but we were so busy <coughs> celebrating Scarra for Gunlulia that we didn't Replay. notice replaying the event of a draw. Replaying the event of a draw, and I suppose you should always read the fine print during that's what they say. To read the fine yeah, print. Now, I'd imagine in a few hours you'll be able to read no print. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look, it was a cracking contest, intermediate final. Both teams gave it all. Gillian Ryan, superb. Amy Wiley, superb. Duran Murphy, superb. There were some great performances. And uh, I think a draw, and everyone back here in maybe a week or two weeks' time will see. When yeah, we speak to Bree McNamara, but it'll be another cracking game. Yeah, it'll be another cracking game. And in fairness, you know, a fair result, a brilliant intermediate final. The standard, it, it, no lack of intensity, and no, there was no. Pretty good play as well. Pretty pretty good, good and no, and every tackle was fair, and everything was, you know, no tackle was shocked. Great credit to, to all the players. And one thing we had. And I'm not just saying it because it was Clark Hassel, but I would have felt very hard done by it because Darren Murphy was unceremoniously dragged here right in front of us. And, you know, that if if they'd have lost by a point, it would have been tough to take. Yeah, but indeed we have a law Illa, uh, Pat and Jerry can take Leo, Leo's uh, on, on the set. <laughs> Leo going to be on TV tonight, Leo. <laughs> oh, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth is there taking Ruth, the Ruth. Ruth, a few balls. She's, she's seen the good look last to, get, to get, get rid of today. before she leaves. <laughs> but look, at the end of the day, it's parity in Fellow McNamara Park on a scoreline of Clare Castle one eight, Tulla eleven points. Big line as Parik Adorto. Higgin Boyerok. Derek, go to meet him, Mahagut. Parik, go to Mahagut. We thank Parik our sponsors. Leo. And Leo, enjoy your night tonight. I know you're going to celebrate. Absolutely. Congrats to the winners of quietly, the day. Quietly, Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Quietly. Quietly. With a player of the match performance by Kira. Let, right. let me just put that out there. I took a team performance at the end of the day. We thank our sponsors, Derek Credit Union, Michael Long Construction for his broadcast. And once again, we have to thank the Holly Tree in Tulla for their match sponsorship here today. And Kate Murphy and all our staff there. I thank you very, very much. Great to have you on board. So from all, we thank Jim and his team here, and not only Cusick Park, but also in Fathermack Park. From Fathermack Park, it's Bannock Day, August 9th.